welcome to episode 203 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having some liquid marijuanas. Yeah. It's funny because we have had these a lot this year. Yeah. But not on the show. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised that we haven't. Yeah, and I think I just, because since we've been making them so much at the house and for our first uh, pool party and everything this year, I just kind of assumed we'd done it. And then it was like, wait. Yeah. Have we had that on the show? Yeah, I know. Because we still had the ingredients from the party. And I was like, here, here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so... Uh, every year we have a a pool party or pool parties a series of pool parties and like every week it's a different theme mm-hmm. and uh this last one that we did was a uh like a a 60s hippie mm-hmm. hippie type night and Seth was like "Ooh, let's make the let's make the liquid marijuanas actually hit. actually we based it off of the drink huh? yeah i think so like because we were like, like oh, what, we what theme should we do this year and so yeah anyway these are so freaking good be sure to check out the uh drink video because you guys are gonna want to try these these are like something that is super summery like kind of tropical flavor and they're really good and very <clears throat> Lots of alcohol. Very, very... They don't taste strong. No. But there is a lot of alcohol in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really good. So, this week, we are going to be talking about what are your marriage goals? Yeah. Um, We thought that it would be super helpful to uh, just kind of have an episode like this where it's more of us just helping you helping you guys and um try to navigate you know the different goals and stuff that you should be setting for your marriage Mm -hmm. yeah so it doesn't have a dumbass post of the week so we will we will just uh dive right in uh so yeah like i said what are your marriage goals um it's something that people don't really think about or I don't know if I I think that they don't think about it, but they definitely don't they definitely don't talk about it um in the beginning of their relationship or throughout their relationship, but you you need to have I think in life in general you need to have goals and marriage, <clears throat> your marriage being included in that. Well, a lot of times most couples use marriage as the conduit for a another goal that typically only happens because you're married. So they have a family goal. Mm-hmm. Well, our goal is we want three kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not a marriage goal. Mm-hmm. And I think, to your point, I agree. People don't talk about this. People don't think about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and... and I would say that I'm surprised, but I'm not. And, mm-hmm. I, and I don't think anybody should be because how many people do you ask, well, what's your career goal? And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, to to have a, a stable job? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're the same type of person that doesn't have a marriage goal. Yeah. You're just there. Mm-hmm. And I think that ultimately that's what we see the majority of marriages are, is it's just two people there. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no, there is no desire to be better, to improve, to build upon, to flourish, to 
go to the next level as a couple or as a unit or whatever you want to call it as a partnership, whatever it is. It's just, yeah, we're here. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I think a lot of the times when, when I, I think about this or, 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 you know, we've just discussed it off the podcast is I kind of tie it into what's the point? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, are you... And I think that's really how you have to kind of first look at this is really step back to the the point where you decide to be more than just a couple. Mm-hmm. So you're dating. Obviously, we, we've said it on here before. We you should not. The point of an engagement isn't to get engaged. The, the point of being engaged is to get married. Yeah. Um, your time frame as a fiance should be limited. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a whole episode on that about long engagements. So feel free to go way back in time and listen to that. Mm-hmm. But it starts there. What What's the point? Mm-hmm. What's the goal that you guys have? Why? What are you wanting to accomplish? What What does getting married accomplish? Yeah. Um, and we're very pro-marriage, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But we're not pro... Well, we're just supposed to get married. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. I know. I think that, yeah. To the next step. There, there has to be a point. Um, I, I think, it, or there has Have to be. Have a point. <laughs> there has to be, like, you You need to understand why you're wanting to get married in the first place. Not just because. Not mm-hmm. just because that's the next thing to do. And not just because you want to have a wedding. Oh, gosh, I know. Yeah. That's that. the other thing that women do. Yes, absolutely. They're more focused on the wedding than the marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to look at your future. Mm-hmm. You need to, like, you know, have a plan. Have a two, five-year, ten-year, you know, plan uh, about everything going forward in your life with this now partner of yours. Mm-hmm. This you know, husband or wife that you're, that you're marrying. And, um, and so, yeah, too many people just look at it like, well, I mean, we've been together this long, so we might as well just get married or, um, or well, uh, she's been with me through this. So that's, I'm going to give her a wedding. She's earned it. Yeah. Yeah. She stuck by my side through my dumbass whatever it was I did. Yeah. And so she's earned this. So what what next? What is yeah. next? Well, and, and you see a lot of women especially get very excited about the engagement. Oh, I'm engaged. I can't wait to be Mrs. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, now you're Mrs. Whatever. I don't even know if that's Yeah, if some that's women don't true. think that. Well, I I think like um they are excited to be a bride. Mm-hmm. They're not excited to be Mrs. Whatever. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Whatever. Some of them are even like, oh, I have to take his last name, or you know, I guess you don't have to, but like, yeah, they're just excited to be a bride. Yeah, and it, that goes back to the you just care about the wedding, mm-hmm. not. A marriage, not mm-hmm. a partnership, not a future. Mm-hmm. Just if you're that short-sighted, you, you know, you, that says a whole lot about your relationship mm-hmm. and where it's going to not go. <laughs> yeah. You know, down uh-huh. the road. 
Um, but you 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 see you see a lot of stagnant couples out there, and these stagnant couples don't just become stagnant overnight. But I also don't think they were never not that unstagnant to begin with. Mm-hmm. It's never like you don't really see the, couples over romanticize what what they do together. Um, or, you know, the life they had before kids or the life they had before they got married or when we were dating, it was exciting. They over-romanticized that. And it's like, no, we've always kind of known you're a couple of duds. Mm-hmm. You know, you weren't that exciting to begin with. You guys didn't do that much together. It's not like you had this jet-set lifestyle that you put on hold and you don't know why it went away. It was never that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that that's a lot of what these couples are. They're these stagnant couples that aren't making any progress in any way, shape, or form. Um, and they may not be regressing, which that's what they consider success because the bar is so low mm-hmm. that this is it, you know, mm-hmm. just, and that goes back to the, I'm just here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the person that, you know, spends 30 years, the same job and gets a gold watch at the end of it, but was never a leader, was never a supervisor, never made any substantial amount of income with it. They just showed up every day to work, put in their, their time. And that was it. 30 years later, fast forward down what? And it's the same thing with a marriage. What, what you don't you don't get a prize for just being there, right? And if the bare minimum expectation from your partner is just that you show up every day, you, you've got pretty low expectations, and you would think it's service. Well, this is going to be an easy marriage to be in. Mm-hmm. But anything easy isn't worth having. Now, I don't want to confuse that with marriages don't take hard work. You have to <laughs> right. show up every yeah. day, though. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. You know? Uh-huh. But it shouldn't be that showing up every day manual labor job for 50 years either that you have to bust your ass and you're miserable doing and you hate showing up for every day. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's not a good marriage either. No. No, it's not. But it, when I say in terms of easy, just you're just mindlessly filling time. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, Um. I think that... These couples, they, I don't know. So I guess when, when you, when you're going through this in the beginning, even in the beginning of a, a marriage and slowly or sometimes quickly, <laughs> uh, couples will realize like, what the heck, you know, I, I'm, I'm in this relationship and it does feel like it's not really going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I say slowly because I think that most people can put up with it for a while. And then eventually something happens and then someone gets pissed off and they mm-hmm. fight and, you know, and all of that. But like, so, I mean, I know that this doesn't help people that that have already gone through all of that like um but like for people that are you know just newly married and stuff like make sure to that you're setting good goals for your marriage and Mm -hmm. you know spending time together and um and that because it sounds kind of I think it sounds kind of weird or maybe sounds too planned (laughs) Mm -hmm. when we say to set goals but it's you should at least be able to have markers mm-hmm. of success 
along the way. H- how do you know you're a successful married couple? Because staying married is not the sign of success. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I- I've said that before, that uh, longevity is not an indicator of success. Mm-mm. There's plenty of stupid, lazy people that will stay married forever and hate one another. So you can't compare, you can't use that, well, we've been together for a little, because that's a, one of the dumbest reasons people stay together. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been together so long. Like, okay, well, you're just never going to cut your losses ever, 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 ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there should be checks. I mean, it is, it is one of those things that you have, it's not necessarily that you need a plan per se, but you need to at least have some kind of foresight or vision as to what you want your relationship to be like down the road Mm -hmm. i mean if you're one of those stupid couples that have completely separate lives and don't ever do anything together she's off with her girlfriends grabbing drinks every weekend you're off with the guys you know going to the game whatever it is you guys are doing how you're spending your time away from one another is that what you want down the road is that Mm -hmm. what you want 20 years from now Mm-hmm. Is that what you want 30 years from now? Are you in a marriage saying, well, we have we have the rest of our lives to spend time together, so I'm still going to go do single stuff. <laughs> then don't get married, yeah. moron. Yeah. Wait. Wait till you're done being, until you get your single stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready to fully commit and do stuff with your partner and spend time with them exclusively, then just don't get married. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're both on that same page, because you... you once again, where is that going to go? A lot of times, the people that do that, they do that because the crowd they hang out with in that moment has the capability to support that kind of friendship and that kind of lifestyle. And that factor is going to change. Mm-hmm. Your single guy friends are going to get married at some point. And if they have half a brain and are loyal to their partner, they're not going to be running around with you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, The girlfriend that you're hanging out with that has a shit marriage is eventually going to either get divorced, remarried, or fix it. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be there all the time. And if it is, that's a pretty sad situation. I know. And so th- that it, it's just, it, it's, a, it's a fruitless endeavor that is getting, your relationship's getting zero ROI on it at all. But it is a, it doesn't contribute positively to where your relationship could be, should be, or, you know, ultimately will go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's, that's one of the things people need to look at. And, and you know, when, when people are, <sighs> whenever we say that, that, um, let, let, me, let me just take a step back. I know that there are, there are people, young people, newlyweds that are like within that first year, those first few months, that first 12 months, some of them may have an awful first 12 months, but the, a good chunk of them, it's not that bad. They're just kind of like, it reminds me of uh, Eric Foreman and Donna when they're like, is this all that being adults is? Mm-hmm. Oh, we just have to, oh, this is easy. We just got to pay our bills and, mm-hmm. and you know, we're here and we got a roof over heads and, and this, this, this marriage thing ain't that bad. And that's where they stay. Mm-hmm. They just stay at that point. When we say that marriage should be easy, it is the equivalent, going back to the job analogy, it's the equivalent of having a job that you love and so you don't feel like you work mm-hmm. any day of the year. Mm-hmm. That's a good indicator of a very successful marriage. Yeah. Is while the efforts, you know, we talk about being effortless, but the things that you just do naturally Mm -hmm. that other people think is work, people think are effort, 
you don't look at it that way when you're in that type of relationship Mm -hmm. because it doesn't feel like work and it doesn't feel like effort. So that's how you get terms like our relationship is effortless, not our relationship is lazy. (laughs) And too many of these couples have these lazy relationships. And it goes back to what we said at the beginning. You're just showing up. Mm -hmm. And that ain't enough. No. You know? Not at all. I know. I know. So, you know, there's there's certain things that, like, that, like, even, I guess, going forward in your relationship and stuff where you're, you're fighting, you, you know, you're trying to figure out, like, what is, why are we fighting, mm-hmm. one, you know, what's going on here, you know, what, what kind of, um, what kind of goals should you be setting for for your marriage? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that you can start with, one, why are you fighting? And then kind of go from there. So, like, for example, um, you say that you're fighting because of the kids, right? So what happens once the kids are gone? Mm-hmm. What What are your goals for after your kids leave because they're not going to be and and they better not be in your house forever Mm -hmm. because that is ridiculous they those kids need to leave Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they're not going to be there forever and at at the end of it it is going to be you and your partner so what is your goal what is your goal to to strengthen your marriage to to make sure that that you are living a happy healthy high functioning marriage mm-hmm. um I, I don't know i guess it's just so, you know things just to think about well and, and it is it's you know you said well, why are you fighting and what is the what is the the root behind that type of fight is it really the kids mm-hmm. or are you using the kids as the the blame of we don't get enough alone time because we have kids. And so the kids are kind of that, you know, use the same word I used earlier, that conduit as to why you have an argument. Well, we don't have any money because we have kids. You know, if you're wanting to play that blame game, typically in relationships where that happens, once the kids do grow up or they do leave or they go to college or they move out or they get married themselves, you find out you still had problems there all along. It wasn't the kids' fault mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. It was you. You right. two were uncompatible and irritating and you don't like each other it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the kids um and so and how am i making this move i don't know i keep noticing like the whole my whole microphone i don't feel like i'm like talking like this but it feels uh, like i, don't I know. keep looking like it looks like they're both shaking um but i i think that you know that that's one of the things i talked about with my my previous relationship was trying to hold out until my son was old enough to where it could be her and I again. And and knowing what I know now that we wouldn't have had a, any better relationship. Mm-hmm. It probably would have been worse because then I wouldn't have an escape in the same house where I could go do stuff with somebody who I actually got along with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, we would literally be forced to be trapped together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't like each other enough to stay married past that point anyway. So I, I think that people tend to see that, but but it's 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 looking at at that piece. So looking at what it is, what is it? What what is a perfect marriage in your eyes? When you look at your marriage, when you look at and you think back to the concept of 
of being married, of having a wife and having a husband, what is it that you would want that relationship to look like? Mm-hmm. And it, it can be as specific as you want it to be. Well, I want to be with someone where, you know, we don't ever fight. We have sex four to five times a week. We get to go out and do stuff together. Okay. All those things are completely infeas- feasible and attainable. Mm-hmm. You just have to make those things happen. Mm-hmm. You have to make it happen and you have to voice that those are the things that you want. Yeah. And, and that both of you are on the same page. And that, that was what I was going to say, that you both have to want the same thing. Mm-hmm. You should, you and your partner should be able to sit down and say, hey, what does our marriage look like five years from now, three years from now, 15 years from now? What does What does a successful, happy marriage in your eyes look like? And if your answer is, well, you know. We're just not really in each other's hair. You go do your thing. I go do my thing. We're not, you know, checking in on each other and all that. Well, you just described being single. <laughs> yeah. So break up. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not What's a marriage. What's the point? What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of even being married? Uh-huh. If you're one of those people that has their head up their ass and you're like, well, you know, I, I you know, in, in 10 years, we, we better, we better own our our house, our cars, but if it's all financially driven and neither one of you have good jobs and you aren't saving money and you're continually pumping out kids and you're broke as a joke, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hit those anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's not about not setting goals, but it is about being realistic. And some of you are too far gone to have the same type of goals. Well, I think that, like, I think... So you have to look past that. Well, I don't think that... I think that any goal, and I guess this is where we probably disagree, but I think that any goal is attainable for people that if, as long as you put in the effort and try. And I guess what I should have said is that's not a goal, that's a dream. <laughs> I, but I think that I, I, while I, I agree with like, they do need to be realistic, but I think that more so they need to... Uh, set actual action plans well i was gonna say you said it earlier that it's a plan Uh you have to actually have a plan yeah if you're not and and that that goes back to or not back to but that that ties into the fact that just because time passes does not mean you're any closer to your goals Mm -hmm. if you're still having the same daydream i mean i know people that you know almost 10 years ago now Oh, we're going to own a house. We're going to own a house. We're going to own a house. They don't own a house. Mm-hmm. They haven't tried to buy a house. They keep blaming the economy for why they can't have a house. They haven't gotten any better jobs. They haven't set aside any money. They've just made worse and worse financial decisions this entire decade to where they're farther away from owning a house now than they were in 2013. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're not any closer. You've mm-hmm. fucked it all away. And you're still just dreaming. Yeah. And so, but to your point, to make it a goal, you do have to have a plan. Okay, mm-hmm. well, what's that look like? Okay, well, we're not going to own a house now. I'm not, I can't keep talking about owning a home, paying off of vehicles, you know, whatever it is you want to do financially, whatever that type of, that type of goal is, it's not going to happen overnight. It may not happen in the next 10 years, but could it happen in the next 15 or 20? Yes, mm-hmm. it could. Mm-hmm. If you start making good decisions today and are consistent. Yeah. But people like that are never going to be that way. I know. I know. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And so I think that that's where I don't know. I don't know how to say, because when I say goals aren't attainable for everybody, 
I literally just mean personally because of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you weren't an idiot, they would be attainable. You mm-hmm. could make it attainable, but I know beyond a shadow of a doubt you are not going to. <laughs> so no, that goal is not achievable for you. Yeah, I know, I know, and I know, and that, and it sounds super negative. It it really does, but I get it. I totally get like why you feel that way and 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 all that. But um, but like I think to I don't know to give people hope because you know we don't give everybody or we don't know everybody personally, so. We'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt, or at least I will. Um, I'm talking about people I know. Well, I know, but like we have to, <laughs> we have to talk about other than people that that we know. Um, I don't know you. <laughs> we should need to try to help people um, that you know they to to give to let them know that they can they can do it if you put together a plan. Fucking do it. Just Unless you're it. like these people I know, then you ain't gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Yes, I know. Yeah. I, but, but and and I didn't want. I I didn't even when we talked about this stuff. I don't even tie in that. That's not even. I don't think that's a marriage goal. I think that's a byproduct of being married or being with somebody else. Is you have well, two incomes and you can get a house. I think that you should set goals like that, though. But also, again, it's again, it is um something that. You have to be on the same page about because like, you know, a lot of the time a guy, he doesn't give a shit. Like he could live in a one bedroom apartment and he'd be happy, you know, but like it seems like more women are like, well, I don't know, well, maybe th- I'm wrong, but it depends on the caliber of a guy. Uh-huh. If, if a woman is with a decent man, he's going to know that he should be providing that for his wife. Yeah, well, and, but, like, if, and if women, if you find yourself with a guy that is a dud like that, there is your biggest red flag ever, like. <laughs> I think that's a great question to ask when you're dating. Uh-huh. How soon do you want to own a home? Yeah. And if he's like, oh, pff, I don't know, I I'm haven't really thought about it, you know. <laughs> I like my single bedroom studio, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't need a lot of space. Yeah. But red flag, red yeah. flag, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Yeah, sirens should be going oh off because you're not going to change that dude. No. He's not all of a sudden going to wake up and be like, you know what? I changed my mind. I want a four bed, three bathroom, three car garage with a white picket fence and a great big backyard. Yeah. He's not going to do that. He's no. going to be like, well, this is what you want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A real man is going to want to provide for his wife what she wants. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be able to find a way to take the steps to ensure that She's getting what she wants. Yeah. Now, she has to be worthy of that <laughs> type of effort from a guy. And so, if, you know, check in with me. I'll tell you if you're worthy or not. <laughs> Chances are, you ain't. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're mean. No, but, but I mean, I don't know how to say it because I, I agree. Yes, that should be part of it because if, if, if someone... If part of the problem that you're having as a marriage couple is... You're tying the stagnant piece to this, you know, we've been married, we've been married how long now? We're still renting a shitty apartment somewhere? Mm-hmm. Then the question is, okay, well, what does life look like in 10 years? Are you still renting? Yeah. Yeah. It, are you, when your kids, you know, if, if that dumbass kid here is going to actually get accepted into college, you plan on renting? 
<laughs> well, the kids in college? Are you, what does upgrade or downsizing in your future even, is that even a possibility? Are you ever going to do that? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what does retirement look like? You're just going to rent? I mean, what's, and so those are things that you have to look at and be like, yeah. oh, well, you know, I saw this guy on, on TikTok and he said you should never own your own home, <laughs> that you should rent. And yeah, he's not talking about that shitty little apartment you're in either. <laughs> He's talking about renting a multi-million dollar home, uh-huh. not your shitty little apartment. Yeah. So, but but I do I do think it yes it does tie into the future. Yes, I do mm-hmm. think that's part of a goal. But I still feel that that is like like kids and like family. That's more of a byproduct of having you know two people together. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the marriage goals itself it, that that's more of something that you want to accomplish as a couple. Mm-hmm. But the marriage goal, the the envisioning of what is your relationship like, and once again, if your relationship can't get to the point where it needs to be because of things like that, then yes, they are directly tied to one another. Yeah, I think so. If that's a constant pain point, if you're constantly fighting over about it, if you're constantly worried about it, if you're very unfulfilled because of that, then absolutely it is directly correlated and tied into all that stuff. And so mm-hmm. it, sh- it can be part of that overall plan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once again, what what is it that you want? Mm-hmm. What What is your perfect kind of marriage? And if you're already backpedaling and being like, well... My perfect marriage or with the person I'm with? Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> I could awful. see people saying I that. know. Well, my, my, you know, my ideal marriage wouldn't even be the person I'm with. It would be with, you know, whatever. Oh, my gosh. You know, well, you, you have way more deep-rooted problems than you're going to ever find any solutions for on a 60-minute podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but if it is things that are achievable and and you can accomplish together like you said with being on the same page and all that stuff then those are the things you need to focus on and work on Mm -hmm. um there are a lot of little problems and little changes that so many marriages can make or implement or change or tweak um just shift a couple of degrees on whatever these issues are, and you're going to have improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's the same thing when you look at someone who's trying to lose weight and diet. Can you change everything about their lifestyle, throw everything out of the pantry, be as restrictive as possible, start implementing fasting, going to the gym seven days a week? Yes, you can do that, but the amount of people that are going to be successful long-term taking that cold turkey all-in approach is very, very slim. Mm-hmm. So start small. Well, yeah. the first thing you're going to do is quit drinking the sodas. Mm-hmm. Just cut out sodas. Easy enough. Nobody's going to magically give you free soda. Don't go to places for their soda. Don't purchase soda. Don't stop and get a soda. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. And and think about that when it's your relationship. You know, well, just start making more time for one another. Mm-hmm. Just start having more conversations. Just start asking each other questions. Just start paying a little more attention. I'm not telling you that you need to go, if you've got 15 things wrong with your marriage, you need to start fixing all 15 now. Prioritize it. What is something you can fix and start fixing today? I know. You know? Yeah. And and it's simple, or it can be. Yeah. Very simple. There are little things that you can just start doing to, to strengthen your relationship. And some of those 
bigger issues won't be so big anymore when you start taking care of the small little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw this uh, TikTok or, or something um, a couple days ago where this wife said that she uh, she decided to greet her husband with a kiss after once he got home from work every day. She wasn't doing that already? I don't know. Um, obviously Probably not. not. Yeah. And uh, and she started doing <laughs> it. And, and there he was so happy. She was happy. She was happy to see him every day. And it just became something that they both looked forward to. Mm-hmm. And and he really was like, gosh, it's so nice to that you to see you and see your smiling happy face after a long day at work and you know mm-hmm. like but like something that small well i mean it's small to us because like well one i guess we don't we don't have to work away from each other anymore but like whenever we did work when we would get home either one of us like we would greet each other mm-hmm. with a with a kiss and and a happy face and um sometimes in a naked body (laughs) sometimes yeah but like but implementing something like that can do freaking wonders in your Mm -hmm. relationship a tiny little thing yeah requires zero effort yeah yeah i mean a little bit of effort but yeah i know less than one carb (laughs) anything that requires minimal effort that's what i'm going to start calling it (laughs) that has less than one carb Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and th- those are the things because you're you're not gonna you're not gonna fix major issues immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're like, well, the only reason we fight is because we don't have any money. We just need. If we had fifty thousand more dollars in our savings, I'd feel a lot more better, or I feel better about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that ain't gonna happen overnight. No. So. So what's your plan something to else. fix that? Yeah. Yeah. But what can you do today yeah, to, hel- to start to, doing that? Yeah, to help Option out. Option one, don't go to Starbucks five times. Yeah, 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 exactly. The other thing with these goals is that they can't be selfish. Mm-hmm. If you ask a couple and you say, okay, husband, what does a happy marriage to you look like? And he lists off things that are I don't I don't know the the exact word to use other than opposite. But they, they are things that are just uncharacteristic of his partner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You find that people are really saying that the problem with our marriage is my partner. Not us. Uh-huh. It's, well, you know, uh, my idea of a perfect marriage is, is a woman that, you know, that, that a wife that's going to want to have sex first thing in the morning and every night right before bed. And uh, a woman that's going to have a, a hot meal prepared for me every day I get home. And <clears throat> a woman that's not going to go out and do things I don't want her to do. And a woman that's getting in. And you start describing these things and you're, the, the wife is like, yeah, I don't ever do any of those things. Mm-hmm. Not saying that she shouldn't do any of them, but you're you are so far apart from middle ground that that's going to be too much ground to cover. 
Mm-hmm. It's daunting. Yeah. It's daunting. And so you still have to be able to pick specific smaller things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it can't be going back to the selfish thing because we, we've talked about it quite a bit where a lot of guys are like, well, everything's fine in marriage. I just wish we had more sex. Mm-hmm. And, and the wife doesn't feel that way. The wife doesn't feel that way, but she also ties that she doesn't feel that way into 15 different excuses completely unrelated to having sex with her husband. <laughs> well, if he did this, and if I didn't have that, and if the kids were this, and if work was that, and if my family this, and they start listing off all these things, basically saying there's just too many factors involved around me as a person to ever be sexually attracted to this partner of mine at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they list all this stuff as an overwhelming tactic to be like, well, what am I supposed to do? Stop being a mom. Stop being a daughter. You know, stop stop being an employee. And, and it's like, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Just The guy's like, I don't care what, just figure it out and fuck me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you find out from women that say stuff like that is they're not they don't wish deep down that they were having more sex with their husband. No. They don't want to. They don't care. Yeah. They don't care at all. Uh-uh. They just keep throwing excuses out there because they think that's less hurtful. Mm-hmm. They think a, a bunch of bullshit excuses is less hurtful than just saying, yeah, I don't want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. And women don't really, they, women will dismiss any of their husband's issues or you know i guess uh concerns because most of them probably are that they don't have sex mm-hmm. and they dismiss it and they they're just like whatever I, I it doesn't matter and they'll give an excuse to why they don't want to have sex or whatever well try try taking care of the kids or maybe if you'd help me out or this and that and truth is if even if the dude did help her out she still wouldn't want to have sex with yeah. him yeah mm-hmm um but like but the thing about that is that women need to be more open minded not open minded but open legged <laughs> yeah yeah more more open to to they need to listen they need to listen to mm-hmm. their partner's concerns like wouldn't you want that as as a woman to for your husband to listen to what your concerns are his concerns are just as valid as yours so maybe you should listen to what he is saying or what he's wanting and then come to some kind of i don't know compromise or something to to help out with that goal Mm -hmm. (laughs) for for him or and for the sake of your marriage well, and, and part of it is you you don't want to you don't want to you know use sex as the bargaining tool. Sex should not be on the table when it comes to that type of stuff. Period. Mm-hmm. It's just a convenient. Once again, I think hundred percent of the time it's a convenient tie-in as to why they don't want to have sex with their partner. Mm-hmm. They blame it on all that other stuff. Just like you said, if the husband is doing everything, mm-hmm. because how many how many guys do we hear from that are like I do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do, and this was me in my last marriage. Yeah. I do everything. She still does not want to have sex with me. Mm-hmm. What What can I do? Yeah. Um, but the I I would be curious from that woman 
to ask her, what is your marriage goal? Uh-huh. How do you see your relationship in 10 years when the kids are gone? When, mm-hmm. you know, what, when, when you guys retire, how do you see your relationship? Are you just hoping that you, you hit menopause and he gets erectile dysfunction and then you guys can just be two old roommates? Yeah. You know? Well, that's the thing. Like, maybe that's what they hope for because, because if you don't use it, you you lose it, basically. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they are hoping for that. Like, I know that there are some women... Well, we found out the real root cause of erectile dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> yeah, they're funny. But, uh, but uh, I mean, I know women that have that have only had kids with their husband because or are only with their husband because they wanted to had to have kids with him mm-hmm. no other reason like they don't they don't love him mm-hmm. they they're just like well i mean but they won't divorce him either mm-hmm. and they believe that you know god brought them to to them to each other so they could procreate and i think that's a freaking load of crap mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah like what are your what are your goals at that point like well, yeah because i would like to know from that woman what what does what does a happy marriage look like to you yeah exactly how, how do you want to spend time uh-huh. with your partner H- how would you you know how would you want your kids marriage to be i know that's what that's my question like when i when i see stuff like that where it is you know there is nothing good about their relationship whatsoever and then you see their poor children watching this Mm -hmm. growing up in this environment and and then you know to to see and to think that this is what a normal relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. And then eventually when they get married, it's going to be the same thing. And that's why we have so many unhappy couples out there. Yeah. Because it just it just goes from one generation to the next and to the next. And nobody nobody wants to break the curse Mm -hmm. and well they don't think it's a curse they Mm -hmm. think it's normal that's the problem Mm -hmm. they they don't nobody sees it as a curse nobody sees it as an issue or a problem or a bad relationship because it is normal Mm -hmm. and normal means all right yeah and so it's just this complete complacent apathetic approach to a relationship and then they wonder, why am I unhappy? Mm-hmm. Well, because you're in a normal, loveless, sexless, communicationless, shitty marriage. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, yeah, that's marriage, though. Yeah. That's your marriage. That's 98% of marriages. I know. Gosh. That's how many stupid people populate the earth. Oh, my gosh. That they are convinced that normal means good. And they teach each other mm-hmm. they teach their children this stupid shit mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean even unknowingly uh-huh i know yeah yeah you know just by being you know ineffectionate and mm-hmm. bitchy and clueless and checked out and distant and you know 
What really bothers me is when they do know it, though, too. Mm-hmm. When they know that they're in an awful Well, that, that, that's the thing, like, with us. Even when I'm, like, even when we point stuff out. Like, yeah, you shouldn't behave this way. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be going out with your girlfriends every weekend, leaving your kids at home with your husband. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be doing that shit. Quit acting that way. You're fucking married. Yeah. Stop doing that. They still justify why they do it and why the way they do it is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd mm-hmm. be the same, like, stop smoking cigarettes. They're bad for you. Look at this Surgeon General warning. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. I know. Yeah, but I get, you know, people are still going to find a way to self-destruct. I know. Yeah. And they don't, they don't want to hear it. I know. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. You're exactly right. They, everybody will, yeah, because they don't want to be told what to do and how to live their life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know. It's like, like for, for us, like, because we have been through bad relationships and and then now we are in the best relationship of our life and like dealing with bad the bad in our previous relationships you know and teaching us everything that we need to know and it it, it has it has helped us you know understand where everybody else what everybody else is going through because we really were there in mm-hmm. our previous relationships but then figuring out that it doesn't have to be that way is like is the biggest reward ever mm-hmm. and if people would just listen to us and understand that you can be happy in your relationship in your marriage but um you need to you need to have you need to take actionable steps to get there mm-hmm. and to continue to to grow and set goals and and as long as you keep doing that like i don't know like even with like not not necessarily weight loss but like for sure like fitness when i think initially you know you're on a you're on a a weight loss journey mo- like for most of the women that i work with they're on a weight loss journey but then like you you eventually get to your goal or you should hopefully Mm -hmm. get to your goal and then you're like okay now what my goals change Mm -hmm. and that's how it is with your relationship too your goals should change Mm -hmm. you know yeah of course you should you should hit those goals but then what's next and that's okay it's okay to strive for Mm -hmm. For greatness and to better your relationship, just set new goals constantly. And you'll continually see happiness in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else to I, I I really don't. I mean, I, I don't really know, aside from going on just complete like sidebar tangents about Mm-hmm. other other pieces of this mm-hmm. um yeah you know hindsight's always 2020 a lot of this conversation should happen before you get married oh for sure yeah and that's why i was saying that's why i said earlier like well geez you know i know that this could really help couples early on mm-hmm. in their relationship and but like i do think that you know if you if you are in it you know you've you've been married for 
a long time already or a short time or even a short time like you still can take steps you still can make plans there's nothing wrong i mean we we talk about reflection we talk about evaluating your marriage there there's i know it would be very rigid and corny and i don't mean to do it just like this but you should informally or mentally apply an evaluation of your marriage Mm -hmm. you know if, if you had if you had and I don't know how many people listening have employees that work for them. But if you're going to do an employee evaluation, what is it that you, what are some of the benchmarks that you use? And those are things that marriages should have. What are benchmarks that good marriages have? It's the lack of arguing. It's frequency of sex. It's everything that we've talked about on this podcast about five-star relationships and qualities great relationships have. Those are all benchmarks we've shared. So if you take one of those episodes and you say, okay, well, Seth and Crystal say this is a great relationship. Where are we? You know, on a on a scale of one to three, mm-hmm. do we only get a one or do we get a three in this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you've got 10 things on there and a perfect score is 30 and you evaluate this, have your partner evaluate it. And one of you comes back with a 15 and one of you comes back with a five. Mm-hmm. You've got a long way to go. But those benchmarks are, well, as you, what you said earlier, those actionable things that you can do mm-hmm. in your relationship. Qualities you can instill, behaviors you can change, traits and characteristics you can implement. Going back to your perspective, everybody can do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But tying mine in, no, you can't because you're <laughs> dumbass. And no, you won't because I know you're not even going to get that far. <laughs> prove prove yeah, Seth wrong. You're not going to take the steps you need to, to do that. But, like I said, I know that, that that can be a very corny way of doing it, uh, and I don't, I don't maybe well, you do need to do that. I but. mean, that's the thing, though, because, like, uh, and, and you say corny, but I think that, you know, some couples need that. Mm-hmm. You need that structure. You need something to, to, like, to tell you or to kind of, I don't know, even, like, with me, like, I have to write everything down. And so, you know, couples may need that. They may need some kind of little evaluation, marriage evaluation, mm-hmm. questionnaire or something where it will help them kind of identify, um, I don't know, certain things in their relationship that they're lacking mm-hmm. and stuff that they're doing well, too. But, yeah, I think that I don't think that it's necessarily corny. Because I think that it could be helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's one of those things where you should be looking at it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. When you look at that stuff, you 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 recap what you've done over the last twelve months, but then you talk about like tied in with the episode, what's your goals for the next twelve months? Mm-hmm. And it can't just be improving everything you got negative marks on. It's got to be something completely different. It's not even listed on there. Yeah. I know. And, so. and, and and to like to be able to look back and that's that's our biggest thing. Like when you know, like to know that you are that you're moving forward and you are succeeding in specific areas in your relationship and your life and everything, you have to be able to look back and be like, Oh my gosh. Wow, like and kind of like check check things off of the mm-hmm. off of the list you know like oh my gosh we we successfully did this check mm-hmm. you know 
Um, well, and, and, and I think you hit on something because because of how you are. There are people that require that level of organization. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that need that need daily checklists, weekly checklists. You know, split chore lists, whatever it may be. There are some people that they will function very well with more of a rigid organizational outline of what they're going to do mm-hmm. and whether that's you know what we're going to accomplish as a couple where we're going to go on vacation the amount of money that we're going to save what we're going to focus on this week I mean, I mean one of the things that that you know couples that complain about well, we don't you know because of the kids because of whatever we don't ever get to you know we don't ever get to go out just the two of us or we run into people that are like this is the first vacation we've taken. We've been married 34 years. Mm-hmm. Why? How the fuck does that happen? I know. You you have Gosh. not made your... And I understand there are legitimate reasons for some of that stuff, but not for 35 years. You 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 have obviously put your marriage as a low priority mm-hmm. um, or at least not top priority in those things. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay to be like, you know what, the... You know, third Wednesday of every month, regardless of what's going on, that's our date night. We are going to have a guaranteed date night the third Wednesday of every month. I don't have to worry about finding a babysitter on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about, you know, staying out too late. You know, it's a work night, but we're going to go grab a bite to eat and grab a cocktail and come home. Yeah. It can be simple. Once again, it doesn't have to be you don't have to sit there and be like, we need to start going out more. So you get your calendar out, I'll get mine out, and let's start looking at all the dates we can do stuff together. That's mm-hmm. overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Start small. Yeah. Pick a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when it does come to the sex, pick one more time a week mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Even if it is planned out, and even if it is the same day. I'm sure your husband... Does not care as much about the spontaneity of sex as you do. If he's complaining about having enough, no guy's going to be like, well, now that I know it's every Tuesday, it's just not as fun. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He's going to look forward to Tuesday every fucking week mm-hmm. until your bitch ass backs out and starts denying him on the day you guys agreed upon. Oh, gosh. I know. Yeah. So, but taking those smaller steps, mm-hmm. just implementing one thing. Then you implement two things. Then you implement three things. And and once you master each of those things one by one, you know, a year, two years, three years go by, guess who has a really close to perfect relationship now? Yeah, exactly. Not you, because you're too stupid to even start. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're bad. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and people want to talk about it, uh-huh. and and I know people that will be like, oh, you know, we're gonna start doing this, and and it'll it'll fizzle out. Yeah, you don't do shit. Uh-huh. You do shit. You know, one day, this day, and then just stop. Yeah, it's the same reason I have zero faith in people to lose weight or get in shape or save money or save their marriage. I just you know, I know people, I know people don't want it bad enough. They just want to complain it. about it. They want to talk about it. They want to bitch about it, mm-hmm. but they don't really want to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's more comfortable for them to know. That everybody else is going through that. So like, oh, cool, it's not just us. Mm-hmm. And what you're admitting is, yes, you were part of that lazy piece of shit group that don't give a fuck about their marriage either. <laughs> That's all you're saying. Yeah. There's nothing special about being part of the crowd. Uh-huh. You I know, know. You're, know. You're, there's nothing exceptional about that. There's nothing extenuating circumstances about your marriage or anything at all that makes you stand out, good, great, remarkable, comparable, nothing. You are a 
gray brick wall in a wall full of gray, boring ass, shitty marriages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I know. And until you want to stand out and until you want to do the things to make make it a great marriage, it's never going to be. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, do you really want it? Do you really want to to make it happen? And those that that will, they will, they will actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else to mm-hmm. add though. Um, well, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thank you.